Hey everybody, welcome to episode 5 of the Mm-hmm Podcast. As always, I'm your host Dakota, and joining me today I have Aaron and our special guest today, Derek. I'm going to start it off a little bit different with a, with a game I put together for him. And uh, the rules are simple. I'm going to tell you three band names. One of them is fake. You oh. tell me which one is fake. Nice. Is this kind of um, European? Is this like this worldwide? Is, is this, this is worldwide. US I just based? pulled off some of the bands I know, but I just pulled off a couple bands and then made up my own. That are, <laughs> It's either going to be super easy or super difficult. So. Yeah, oh. depends on how much so, we know our British ska. Yeah, right. Yeah. I tried to pick somewhat obscure bands and then somewhat... It depends. I don't know. I don't know what you guys listen to. So, or at least I don't know what you listen to. So I was like, I knew what you listened to, so I wasn't gonna go that way. But I didn't know. So uh, we'll try it this way. So the first one, um, lettuce, crispy ambulance, and lobster dreams. Which one of those is the fake one? I feel like I've heard of lobster dreams and lettuce. What was the middle one? Crispy. Crispy ambulance. Hmm. I think I think it's crispy ambulance. I'm like lobster dreams. That it's random, but it makes sense. Lettuce. That's that's got to be a band because you would never think it would be. And I'm gonna go just to make it so we know where we're at. I'm going with A. I'm going with lettuce. I'm going with crispy ambulance. All right, well, I'll make it easy for you. So the first one, the biggest band on these three lists would be lettuce. Ooh. They're like an electronic. Yeah. Kind of band. I, I felt uh, really good about the lobster they're, one. They're actually pretty good. And then uh, Crispy Ambulance is also a real band. God. Oh, man. Lobster Dreams. So Lobster Dreams I made up. Lobster Dreams. We should make a band. Name it Lobster Dreams. Lobster That'd be dreams. great, huh? That's the one I'm most proud of, right? Yeah. Because um, I, I had, like, out of all of those, like, I'm sure I've heard like, Lobster of Dreams has got to be it, one. it gets oh, weird. Wait, what are we trying to guess? Though. We're trying to guess the fake one. Guess the fake Oh. Well, now I know. I went for the real one. No, no, two of them are real, one gotcha. of them is fake. Gotcha, It was backwards in my yeah, head. Yes, <laughs> so the, the fake one is Lobster Dreams. I made that up this morning. Okay. Um, and then, so round two. Uh, congratulations on your decision to become a pilot, A Beautiful Place to Die, or Echo and the Bunnymen. Ooh, what's the first one? Congratulations on your decision to become a pilot. Which one's the fake one? I feel like I've heard the middle one. No, I I, I want to go with the second one again. I want to go with... Um, I really want to go with... Shoot. What was the second option again? That was the second option. Was the... Um, congratulations was con- the first one. Cra- congratulations, and then... A Beautiful Place to Die is yeah. the beautiful second one. I say, I say and Beautiful Place... And then Echo and the Bunnymen is no, the third one. I think one. A Beautiful Place to Die is the... Fake it's got to be the fake one. That sounds... Too, you, you may try to make that two. All right, well, I'm just going to go no. counter. I'm going to go with three as the fake one. Fake one is Beautiful Place to Die. Ah! Yes! All right, you got one point. I, I named it off of, I, I made that one off of the title of an album, but it's not actually the same exact gotcha. thing. It but, sounded like a 30 Seconds to Mars. Yeah. That's what I, I was thinking the Bunny Man, I was like, that sounds strange, but that's going to be f- if you look really up, great if that's a band. Oh, it is. And I was like, that's going to be awesome. It is a band. Awesome. If you look up any weird band name list, they're, they're on it. Yeah. Um, besides all these really weird death metal bands that I don't, I didn't want to put on here because the name was very inappropriate. Um, but uh, okay, number three, this one's probably the easiest. But um, Ozzy and the Pyramids, Texas in July, and Rings of Saturn. Oh, I know. I'm locked in. I got no clue. You got no clue? No. Do you want to make a guess? Ah, uh, shoot. Rings of Saturn. That one is. I've heard of that one. 
Don't, don't look at me like that. Every time. Oh, right, smile's the one that's... No matter what, I'm going to go opposite of you. Just I'm already down one, so I would have to tie you. I know. Um, what are the other two? Ozzy and the Pyramids and Texas in July. I got to go with Texas in July. Ozzy and the Pyramids, Perfect. I think, was... Ozzy and the Pyramids was my guess. And Ozzy and the Pyramids is right. <sighs> yeah. That so, one was the hardest one to come up with. I was out of names at that point. I was like... It took me a while to find that one. I heard Texas in July. Uh, They're both Texas in July and Rings of Saturn are both yeah. metal bands. I've heard um, both of those. I was trying to originally do something where like I took all these weird band names and, <laughs> or metal band names and did that, but it got a little bit too difficult with that because there's yeah. so many bands out there that like For they're sure. all very similar. So I had to come up with something like that. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I have. There's those three rounds. I'll probably bring this back in the future because <laughs> it's just kind of fun to do. Um, but basically, what kind of uh, talk about all sorts of things. Um, let's just get to know. Uh, let's just get to know Derek a little bit. So what are some of your favorite movies, some of your favorite bands, your favorite books of the Bible or Bible characters, favorite food, anything that kind of falls in that category? Just kind of tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, I would probably say favorite movies. Um, Star Wars is definitely on the list for favorite movies that um, I've particularly liked kind of as a series. And then I kind of bounced around with other movies I've liked. I really like The Accountant. That oh, one was yeah. a really good movie and that I, I love that so love that movie so much. Um, and then a lot of a little bit of Marvel. I liked more DC than Marvel movies though so far. Um, you would get along with our other co host Ray. Yeah. Ray's like <laughs> He's like the D C fanboy. Yeah, he just sneezed right now. Is someone talking about me? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and so those are kind of the movies. I kind of bounce around, though, with movies. Um, it's really hard for me to go and watch it a second time. Mm-hmm. I've recently watched the Hobbit series. Like, on purpose? I was bored, and I <laughs> bought HBO Max on a Saturday. Why would you do that to and yourself? I watched, and I watched all three Hobbits. I was about to watch all three Lord of the Rings, and then I was like, well, chronologically, the Hobbit comes before. Yeah. So I watched the Hobbit first. Yeah. I, I have no room to talk. I like the Hobbit I know, series. I know. We'll get I mean, to so this hot like, take on a different episode. Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't. It wasn't too bad for me. It was a good watch. I watched like all three within a night. Yeah. And then Easy. Um, I just kind of put myself through Lord of the Rings, and then yeah, and then okay, so movies. The next one is hobbies. favorite bands, maybe. Oh, yeah. What hobbies you have. Ooh. Whatever you want to do. I don't know if you guys will like me. I'm a country fan. Hey, I'm okay with good country. Yes. I'm not much of the new country. That A lot of the older country <laughs> is best country. Well, I, yeah. So, I was a huge hater in country for a while. But there's certain bands that I like. Like, I like Chris Stapleton a lot. He's good. Like, he's, like, one of my favorites. I don't know how much... There's a lot of different variation in the genre of country. So, like, Tyler Childers, I like him a lot. He's not really country, though. He's more like a... He's, he's closer to, like, a bluegrass kind of thing. But he's in his own thing, right? Yeah. I um, like the... You know, you think my tractor's sexy? Oh, that's a good song. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, so I, I get what you're saying. That's more Chris Stapleton's more like older country. Yeah, sound like Chris of. Stapleton, George Strait, yeah. Alan Jackson. Yep, those guys. Kind of. Josh There's, Turner. Yeah, I really like. Classic. But like, like pop country. country, rap country guys, no, I can't do no, it. No, I can't <laughs> say <laughs> rap country. Some pop country, like genre? Luke Combs, I can, I can like. It's same with Morgan Wallen. They kind of, mm. they're not really pop country, but Florida Georgia Line, I do not call country. No. There's a lot of passion <laughs> of it. Right. Um, Hey, I'm not no hate engine here. I like every genre. Yeah, yeah. Mostly it was just Christian and country is kind of what I laid on. I used to back in the day, 
Um, my mom would like listen to New Kids on the Block, so I knew a ton of those songs, a ton of Beyonce, a ton of old stuff, older 2000s. I think Destiny Child. Before <laughs> Beyonce. Both. <laughs> I listen to both. But you have to cl- like specify, like, no, no. You're thinking of this. Oh, yeah. So, what's a favorite concert you've ever been to? Ooh, favorite concert. I would probably say Shane and Chain. Yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. When they played at Calvary. When they played at Calvary? That was a great show. Or Citizens. Both of them did well. But Shane and Chain was more of, I had to listen to a couple, I only listened to a couple of other things before the concert. Mm-hmm. And then when I, like, Notice that their live voice is kind of the same or even better than their mm. studio. I was like, wow. And I ended up buying like four CDs and spending like $60 just yeah. because I yeah. bought four CDs from them. Funny story is I had a radio show um, a while back in high school. And one of the first albums we ever played and one of the first concerts I ever went to was a Shane and Shane concert for like their first album. That's crazy. Before they had like their whole worship initiative thing going yeah. on. And then I just hadn't listened to him after that until Calvary. Because I kind of just went off into diff- different other bands, and I just didn't really pay attention to Shane and Shane. And then when I heard him at Calvary, I was like, oh, that's the same band that I like <laughs> listened to a long time ago. Like, Whoa, they got you know? huge. And now they're like way bigger. They're still yeah. really good. I need to give them more of a chance. And now like their vintage album that they had with all the older Oh, I love songs, the that vintage really album. Good. Really good. Yeah, Breathe was, was my favorite out of that vintage album. Yeah, yeah, I hadn't heard that song in a while, and they really <sighs> breathed, new, breathed new life into yeah. it, huh? Yeah, it was <laughs> super good, and I really liked it. Yeah, so those are probably favorite concert out of that. Um, favorite Bible characters, ooh. That's my favorite book is probably Proverbs, because mm-hmm. no matter where I think I am at with the Lord... I just get humbled by Proverbs. Yeah. And like, yeah, you're not as good as you think. Like, what day is it? Let's read that proverb. And that's what I'm doing wrong. <laughs> like, uh, I feel good today. I should read with Proverbs. <laughs> oh, I'm a bad person. I, I think today's going really well. Maybe I should read Proverbs. No, that's Lamentations. I? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Feel good today and then you read Lamentations. And... <laughs> yeah. I'd say I like that one a lot. Um, that's probably my favorite book. Probably favorite characters would probably be Elijah. Partly because he rained fire down from the heavens on yeah. people. Oh, yeah. That pretty was pretty metal. Yeah. It was pretty metal. And then he also just, he didn't die. He just ascended to the heavens on a fire chariot. Oh, yeah. And I was like, that's just, that's the best way to go. <laughs> just ascend- I, I'm just imagining, like, watching it. Like, being there, and you're just, like, you see the guy like, that was your prophet, and he's just going on a like, chariot yep. of fire to heaven, and you're like, God's real. Exactly. I was like, holy cow. Like, it's that like the be... Viking burial kind of yeah. stuff. You know, like Guar. That is how I want to die. You know, Viking so burial. I, I've That's said how that. I want to get buried. I've Viking said burial. that forever because, so the lead singer of Guar, which I don't like that band just because they're super, yeah. you know, crass and but their live shows. <laughs> <worldly. laughs> but their live shows are like way over the top. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's actually. It is a theatrical. It's, it's a theatrical thing. But when the lead singer died, mm-hmm. they have like a festival that they put on. Yeah. And. They uh, they actually did a Viking burial for him yeah. at their festival, like on the lake. Like they pushed him out into like a big Viking ship and just lit it on fire yeah. with like flaming arrows at the concert. Yeah, because I think he died from like lung cancer. Yeah, he died or, from like, like lung throat can- cancer or yeah. something like that. He it died was, from it was cancer. all vocals because he wasn't the lead singer for a, for right. a while. Yeah, no, he uh, he he changed, but I was like, that's the coolest thing. Yeah. <laughs> so but if that you, ever gets, that you gotta fun. think like that's probably where kind of like that. Norse mythology, you know, like Valhalla, like you look at Bible stories and like you gotta think people are seeing this. 
people are like actively alive watching these miracles happen. You got to think that's where a lot of these tales come from. Just word getting around and then it getting spun in different stories and saying like, no, no, it was this God who did it. And it actually happened like this. So you got to imagine like you see that and you're like, wow, I'm going to go tell some people. Right, right. <laughs> and then it gets all the way around the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy how much that word just spreads. Yeah. The word just spreads. But yeah, that's definitely how I'd want to go. And I'd hope that the people <laughs> that set up my burial actually purchase a good person that's an archer instead of someone that just like takes four shots to finally oh, hit no. the bow. <laughs> You're dead. It doesn't matter. I was just like, just like how cool it is. And yeah. then you see like, oh, it was the fourth shot that he took. Right. right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did an archery class in college and the final for that class was you shoot five arrows and the last one is the multiplier. Uh. So if you miss the last one, you just get like no points. Yeah. And I missed the last one, but all the other ones were like great shots. Yeah. And so I got like four points out of like 50 <laughs> on that final. And it didn't, I mean, I still got an A in the class because it was a super easy class and you're supposed to get an A in it. Yeah. But like, I just thought that was like the dumbest idea for a final because it's like, what? I mean, I guess it's consistency though. They want for sure. your best arrow to be the last one. And this like, sorry, you failed. So yeah. You, you had to take the class again. <laughs> you want the, the regular, the first four arrows to hit the boat and then the last one, if it doesn't hit the boat, it doesn't work. And you're yeah. just stuck on the boat in the middle of yeah. Of whatever sea or lake or something that you go on to. <laughs> I'm in the middle of traffic. Yeah. I'm middle. at a kid's uh, Memorial Day party. Oh, gosh. A float pool. on a parade. <laughs> I, want it to be four, I want it to be 4th of July on the Columbia River. <laughs> just, yeah. just get hit by a firework and the boat yeah. goes up in flames and there you go. <laughs> yeah. Better yet, it's just it is a, it's just a mortar that they use as the arrow. And oh, so they yeah. Just okay. fire the mortar. <laughs> and just That'd make for a great fireworks show. Yeah. Just a Viking burial to end it. <laughs> yeah, either Viking burial or even like going Star Wars, like how they how Qui Gon just like that kind of burial, yeah. the old Jedi. Oh yeah, fire burial. But then everybody would have to watch me burn, which would be kind of weird. Be like, is he done yet? I like, yes. <laughs> I gotta think like come back out as Darth Vader. Yeah. <laughs> during that movie, I was like, like rotten flesh usually smells bad too. Oh, so yeah. like, oh yeah, what, he was what, probably not rotten. It was pretty. But still, burn flesh doesn't smell good. No. And I was like, imagine just like you're just smelling that fire, and you're supposed to be all serious and quiet because yeah. it's sad. That's why and you're I, like, ugh. That's why Obi Wan disappeared. He's like, I don't want that. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Just leave my cloak. I'm right. Good. Right. He's like, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Cool. Well, that's a little bit about you. I've uh, so I know some hobbies that you're into. Is I guess it's not a hobby. It's more like kind of just like a thing that you really enjoy but which i guess is a hobby but acting so tell us a little bit about your background with with some acting stuff that you've done um you said you were in some competitions earlier yeah so it all kind of started when um i was a junior going to be senior in high school and that summer we went to utah for a mission trip um with matt kessie and a bunch of uh people within 8611 and during that we uh, did an improv night and we just all like did a bunch of improv games, kind of like whose line is it anyway style, with another guy that was helping out at the place that we were that we went to, and um, all of a sudden Matt looked at me when we were driving back and he was like, "Have you done that before? Like, have you acted before?" And I was like, "No." And he's like, "You seemed like a natural and you were really good at it." And I was like, "Okay." And so then um, a place called Seattle Talent came to the Tri Cities um, to just like scout people, and so I went to kind of try it and then I got in and then obviously they want your money yeah you know, to do lessons and yeah. that so I was like sure I'm not the one paying for it 
<laughs> and so I did those, and then it was like another tryout thing where it was called IMTA, which is um, International Modeling and Talent Agency, which is kind of like a, I want to say a showcase, which is you do like a whole bunch of different category competitions. You do a monologue that you prepared, a commercial that they give to you, um, a, mo- a cold read, improv, you have to do all those. And so within those categories, I was in like the 18 to 20 year old range for guys. And so I'm with those, I'm competing against those guys for the whole time. And so at the very end is like an awards kind of thing where it's like they do each category and then they do overall who did the best. And, but the whole purpose of it is a lot of agents and managers are there. And so you're trying to just get signed by people. Do you walk down a catwalk? Yes. You shake your little tush? On the catwalk? I, I, on the I catwalk? did the one time. One time. <laughs> so just play you, just, all you get to choose modeling or acting. You can choose either or you can choose both. But it's like five grand to do one of them. Yeah. So I was like, no, I'm not paying five grand for modeling. I'm, right, not, right. I'm, I'm not doing that. I have a personality. I don't have looks. <laughs> so that's what gets me there. And so <laughs> You're hideously disfigured exactly. for those of you who can't see it. I don't have, I don't have the six pack. I, yeah, got yeah. The, I got the one pack. Yeah, so like on 300, you know, all those guys are just boom, ripped and chiseled. You're that little disformed guy with yes. a hunchback. I'm the hunchback of Notre Dame, <laughs> but with great personality. <laughs> and so that's what I went with, and I just went acting, but they have everybody walk the runway one night just for so everybody gets to see who you are. And so that's when I did like my own little thing and just had fun with it. Um, so I did that in New York two years ago, wow. tw- summer of 2019. That's cool. Yeah, and then I went to Pullman, and they had within... Um, Washington State University, they have all their different clubs, and mm-hmm. one of them is called Cable 8 Productions, which is a lot of the communication majors kind of put on shows on YouTube, and they have, like, casts that they, like, fill out who wants to be a part of these shows. And so for the fall and the spring, I did, I was a part of two shows um, where I was leads on both, which was really fun. and really got to see, like, the kind of hard, the difficulty. Were they, like, scripted shows? Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, they were scripted shows. Um, there were some improv moments. Um, one of them was we were filming outside and we had to do just random things. And one of them I tried to like climb a tree. And by climb a tree, it was like a tree that you couldn't climb. It was so small. Yeah. But I just ran full speed at it and jumped in a bear hug motion <laughs> and just hit it dead on and fell. Wow. And they're like, you really committed to that. And I woke <laughs> up with like, I was dizzy. I was like, <laughs> Concussion. Yeah. <laughs> But it was really, it was really fun. Um, so so. you're like trying to be famous. Are you trying to, like, what's your end goal? Like, is this just a hobby or is this your passion? Because I know you're kind of looking into the military. Uh, yeah. So right now, military is paying for my schooling. I'm doing uh, ROTC within the Air Force, nice. and so they pay for my tuition. But I have to serve five years after the fact. Um, and so yeah, acting is really a passion. Um, and it would be cool if I could do it because it's something I love and it's not something I, like, kind of hate and, like, oh, I have to go do a yeah. do a job. Because we all want to be on Star Wars, you know? We all want to oh, be yeah. a Marvel character. Uh, yeah. So I'm sure in this day and age, it feels easy. It feels like well, we're doing a podcast. We're just a bunch of dudes. And it's something for fun, but if yeah. it ever takes off, man, like, are we blessed. I don't know anything. 
That's why I made this, so I can learn a bunch of yeah. stuff. <laughs> I just know how to record and, and cut a piece, cut some pieces together, yeah. and then we're good. We're good. <laughs> so how does that translate for your future? If it's kind of the same with your guys' podcast, it's if it takes off mm-hmm. and I can and I land something that's big, like that's really cool. Yeah. But the mindset for it is that um, really my military thing is kind of so set in stone that unless it's like a humongous role yeah. that's like pays enough to where um, I don't have to pay the military back. Because if I leave and I'm like, I decide like on my senior year, oh, I don't want to do the military anymore. They're like, cool, now pay us back all the money that. Mm-hmm. Right. That well, right we now it's really you. easy. Because now like everyone's giving out loans like, oh, it doesn't count. During COVID, your loan doesn't count anymore. Yeah, it's like, like, it's, like <laughs> it's like 20 grand though. Nah, 20 grand's a drop in the bucket. Yeah. It's when you're just... like a famous movie star. Yeah, I'm just trying not to be in debt as much, but... <laughs> That'd be a big risk for yeah, him to take, you know? It'd be sure. like, I'm going to be the next Spider-Man, but you guys wait. I'll pay you back. I'll pay I'll pay you back. But guys. like the just... Korean Spider-Man. Right. Not okay. the main Spider-Man. Yeah, not even Bollywood. I'll <laughs> not be, even Bollywood. Not even Bollywood. I'll make it on the Korean indie flicks. <laughs> so, I guess, speaking of, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, just say, like, just kind of for fun, like, what would be, like, your dream role to play? Like, for any existing character... If they made a remake of it and you were already kind of in the industry a little bit, but you got the opportunity to kind of pick anybody, what would you want to do? Oh man, that's tough. I wouldn't. Hmm, I wouldn't want to do Star Wars as much. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah, there's a lot of fans that are just would hate on you. Yeah, it, just whether look or at, not you're good or bad. Just look at that one chick and oh Rose. Yeah, Rose. That, I that actress. Her, I rate her worse than Jar Jar Binks. No, she was not that bad. No. And I, most of it was just the writing. Most of it was the character. It yeah. was the character. That, that's why I just like, I thought like character wise, like I put her, mm-hmm. I hated her more than Jar Jar. That whole casino scene had no business. That had less <laughs> business in that film than Rose did. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, it was, that, that yeah, poor, poor her, her <laughs> actress. She's a good actress. She's a good actress. It's, you're only limited sometimes to what, you, what you're given. Look at like, you know, you could look at at the last airbender right oh, like yeah. that movie shouldn't exist oh, but man, there I'm are sure. actors in that movie that are act- legitimately good actors because yeah. M. Night Shyamalan has connections yeah I can't think of an actor in that movie that has gone on to do something Not but I'm sure there is there, no there's there's some in there that have done other smaller yeah. things but yeah. they're actually like pretty good actors right? they were a lot of international but, actors on right. that one international they were bigger. Yeah. yeah but but I mean you can look at them and you can't be like all oh, those were bad actors right like no. or um, um, here's a good example Anthony Hopkins and Thor Oh, two. Yeah. Thor 2. Anthony Hopkins literally won an Oscar this year, and he's one of the best actors of all time. Yeah. But in Thor 2, that was the worst performance I've ever seen, and it wasn't his fault. Yeah, it's because of the dialogue. One? Oh my gosh. Yeah. That first scene of him casting out Thor, beautiful, yeah. beautiful yeah. moment, and like it right. shook the whole room. Oh, yeah. Like that's how much power he had. But in Thor 2, it was like. That was so bad. It was, I, you know, he's a good actor, but. Like it was, you clearly it wouldn't have been his fault on how bad that movie was. Yeah, like I was still surprised that after Daredevil, like that, still Jennifer Garner and Ben Affleck went on to still have careers. No, I know. Kind of. Ben Affleck still got to do a lot. Ben Affleck has done some good dramas. Jennifer Garner didn't do as much after. I mean, most of Ben Affleck's stuff he directs himself, so that's how he can get away with it. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's very true. But yeah, that was. So. Yeah, I guess what what um, back to the question then yeah it's it's really tough to kind of look at it because like the big stuff like star wars marvel or like dc um 
it's kind of how they popularized it so much. It's kind of like you just kind of be thrown in as a character in it. Um, kind of like, kind of same stance as like Keanu Reeves. Like Keanu Reeves didn't want to be a main character in Star Wars or a main character within stuff. He's like, I want to be a character that didn't have as much of a background. So mm-hmm. it's like a cool character yeah. instead of a. You're well setting known. that tone. Exactly. You know, like, yeah. Like, look at Tom Cruise. It's not like the Mission Impossible movies are great. Everyone well, just I, loves Tom I don't know. Cruise. The newest Mission Impossibles are pretty dang good. Yeah. They are. But it's like, yeah. they're doing the same stuff. Right, that's true. Um, I haven't seen past the first one. I only watched the first Mission Impossible, and I haven't seen like, I think, the other 11. I think three is my favorite. I think they're on number six right now. I think it's seven. Maybe seven. six came out. Because, well, there's Ghost Protocol... There was I don't know remember the names of the other ones, but they were all I mean, besides like three, yeah, they're all pretty there was good. Fallout. Like, um, Fallout was the newest one. Yeah, that one was really good. It was good. But that's not the one with uh, Henry Cavill, the shotgun arms, is it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Classic. Henry Cavill. Oh, like the bathroom great. scene. Yeah, was, that was amazing. That's a great movie. Was that both like neither of them were doing like had stuntmen and that was just Tom Cruise taking Tom, oh, Cruise, Tom never, Cruise never has a stuntman. Yeah. So he took the, all those hits. Yeah, no. He, well, so if you look at it, um, the Corridor Crew actually has a really good stunt video. They ha- their whole series are really awesome. VFX artists react, animators react, and then mm-hmm. stuntmen react. They have one where they break down that scene. If you look, if you if you slow down any scene in a movie, you can see the imperfections and yeah. the flaws. That whole room was constructed out of stunt material. So it's all foam, it's all like soft, and you can see it all flex. Doesn't mean it feels great to get hit, but when you look at it, it's like, oh yeah, these guys, these stunt people are taking these hard hits. And it was, it's still nuts, it's still softened. Yeah. Those are hard hits regardless. I, yeah, and I think the, one of the craziest things I've heard from Mission Impossible is um, the times that he has to jump out of airplanes in those movies. He legitimate, legitimately does that. Yeah. yeah and every time they get yeah. a shot that gets messed up, he has to do it again. Yeah. So he's jumped out of, like, probably, I think he said, like, 300 airplanes. Yeah. You know, in the course of filming all the Mission Impossible movies. Well, that's why he opened his own production company is because they're like, as a studio, we're not going to fund this. Right. Because you're going to die. And he's yeah. like, well, I'll I do it myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we've gotten three more Mission Impossible Because yeah, exactly. he's like, money. Money. Well, and one more that they're doing right now, but yeah. who knows when he'll, he'll stop. I mean, he just did Top Gun, too, which hasn't come out yet, but... Yeah, crazy. Would you do your crazy. own stunts? Ooh, that's... that's It depends. Probably at the beginning, yes. Okay, Because they're like, me. who... who? Why give a stuntman to this guy? Like, that's mm-hmm. just a waste of a stuntman. That's an extra person to pay. Yeah, you'd be surprised. Like, just because you're a good actor doesn't make you a good stuntman. Well, I meant in the sense of I wouldn't be big enough that yeah. they'd be like, why give this guy a stuntman? Yeah. It's like, you but could do your own. They don't care if you get Yeah, they don't care <laughs> if I get injured. They'd be like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that's worse. Like, even if you're, not a, you you're a small part, they still want you to fall correctly for the scene. Yeah. And if you fall incorrectly, mess up the shot, that's more money. Mm-hmm. They, it's actually more expensive for them to mm-hmm. have you in the movie than it is to just have a stuntman do it. <laughs> that's true. Because those I would, stuntmen take some I would try balls. to do my own stunts, because yeah. it's kind of cool to go about it. Granted, what I want to do as much as Tom Cruise does, no. Probably He's not. had so many surgeries, he even, like... Oh, there was yeah. one where it was... I was watching one interview, and it showed him where he was running off the roof and jumped yeah. to the other that ledge, and he snapped his ankle, oh, yeah, yeah. and he kept going just for the scene, yeah. so they didn't have to redo it. 
he can't redo it at that point. I know, he just didn't actor. want to redo it, so he just kept running that's and like a Dave, playing out the that's scene. That's like a Dave Grohl moment, you yeah. know, in, like, Foo Fighters. Yeah. He broke his leg, falling off a stage one time, and he continued the show with a broken leg and just sat down in a chair and continued yeah. the rest of the show. It was nuts. Yeah. I, I couldn't do that at all. Like, that would be too much. I'd be like, oof, that's too much to risk. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'd want to try to do maybe... Like small bit maybe in DC. I kind of like how DC's done their acting. It's kind of like the more seriousness of it and not as comical. I feel like Marvel has started to get comical. Granted, comedy kind of gets more hits. Yeah. With popularity. I mean, that's my that's always been my like criticism of the DC movies mm-hmm. is that they're too serious yeah. and it just makes them like the Marvel. Yeah, it's the Marvel does go over the top with with humor, like Guardians of the Galaxy two. I feel like was a little bit too much. Oh, for sure. And that's a good movie, but it was too much. But like, if you look at like, like the reason I don't like Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman so much is because it felt so fake because yeah. there was not like real humans in there. Real humans like have moments that make people laugh. Yeah. Whether or not they try. Right? I think the, that's what the, the Bale Batman's did. did. Like I think that the Bale was, did, those yeah. were real, even though they were dark. It just showed like kids like really in oh, our yeah. city. Yeah. Well, like the whole moment with the Joker in the hospital, when oh, he's yeah. blowing up the hospital, and the thing doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> like that was like an improv humor moment there, and that was really funny at the time, but also like so perfect to Joker's mm-hmm. character. But the behind the scenes of that is that it actually didn't work. Yeah. Like, they didn't just that wasn't planned. Like that was just something that just, didn't work. Like it like there's, there's Heath Ledger just went with it. He's Heath like, Ledger right. just Ledger just went with it because there were just bombs didn't work, and it was such just a great a, a moment. testament to him where he's like yeah, such a phenomenal actor. Cameras rolling. I do the job, regardless yeah. of what's happening behind the scenes. I, I want to be, like, if I did have to go to, like, I'd want to do the Joker. It was so fun. Like, my first monologue that I did, I did the Joker. And the only reason it didn't do well is because one of the judges that was doing it, I asked him later. Because the judges are also agents and managers. Oh, okay. And I went to him and I was like, well, is there anything you can, like, give me a critique? And he's like, you'll never be as good as Heath Ledger. No one will. Right. right. And yeah. so don't do a monologue that right. Heath Ledger did. Which one did you do? I did the whole um, pencil, pencil, the pencil one. And so I did that whole... That's like his legendary monologue, too. That's it. brave. <laughs> I, well, and I loved it, though, because yeah. it was like, I really like doing that, but the why is yeah. so serious. Yeah. yeah. And I like would just have going into that, and I loved the, it. The hospital scene, when he's talking to Harvey Dent. That's just, a great one, too. Cold blooded, where mm-hmm. he like he's just the intensity behind that scene is amazing. Um, yeah, and while I think the agent probably was being a little bit harsh by telling you, never he to was, do a but it was also I, bold. To I totally to understand what he yeah, said. Yeah, I understood it completely. Like, what if I, he just did? That'd be amazing. Right. There will <laughs> never. I, I don't think there will ever be a Joker as good as Heath Ledger. Yeah. At least that take on the Joker. Yeah. Like, Jared Leto tried to do character tried, acting, and yeah. it was horrible, right? Yeah, his is psychotic. Yeah, and then, like, even Joaquin Phoenix, like, I'm not even huge on that. And that's I a didn't. different take on it, but... Yeah, I didn't like Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. It's a different take, for sure. I, it's not... It, it, I it felt threw like, me off canon-wise, because I was like, canon-wise, he sees Bruce Wayne when he's a kid, and I'm like, Joker's too old, then, when Batman becomes an well, adult. And I can't remember, this is not supposed to be the Joker. Again, the Joker is... Yeah. Someone who's been around a right. lot longer, and there's just different iterations of oh, someone who's taken so it's that supposed mantle. supposed to be the mantle that gets passed down. Same with right. in uh, Gotham. The kid who portrays a Joker-like character isn't the Joker. Right. He is someone who inspires the next Joker. Because um, I heard about that in Gotham. Yeah. Everyone was mad that it wasn't that kid, because yeah. it was like, it looked mm-hmm. so obvious, and then you're like, why is it yeah. the dude that like showed no But it's better to emotions. hint at something than to be like, 
it's me. Right. I'm that person. So, yeah, there's a lot of different things with with just in general. I feel like with with actors and stuff that some of them pull off just like magical roles. Um, do you have any any specific actor that's been like the influence of you, kind of loving what you like the most? Would it be Heath Ledger's Joker? Or would there be another role that you saw and you're like, that's I want to do that kind of thing? I would say, so like Heath Ledger's Joker I really liked, and I would almost take it the same route. Like if I was going Joker, I would have looked comically, and then I would have done what he did, which was like locked himself in a hotel room for mm-hmm. a month to really get the insane of not the psychotic Jared Leto insane, but the insane of like, you know that there's voices in my head. Right, right. And I could just have a yeah. random, like, serious I've, conversation. <laughs> I haven't been around people for months. And so, and I think that is interesting, because if you look at method acting... It can go really dark well, if you can't come back. There's one of two theories. Which is what happened. Yeah. Like, there's one of two theories on that, where it's like, are you a good actor because you can method act? Because then that's just being that person. Mm. That's like, you're not acting like anything. You're right. trying to portray someone. And so method acting is... Sometimes look down upon. Um, well, I think that you could say that Jared Leto's Joker mm-hmm. was method acting. Yeah, well, yeah, because and he did, he, he always he did straight that. off. Yeah, Jared Leto straight, yeah. and he also like the whole cast was like yeah. didn't like Jared Leto because he didn't well, then go you're off just his becoming character. a jerk. It, it just didn't you're work. Not acting. It you're, didn't work, yeah. and it wasn't because of even the lines that he was given uh-huh. because they let him have a lot of freedom on that. It just. It, he, I, I, he just wasn't it. Yeah. He wasn't the Joker, right? You're like, supposed to do things on camera. Once mm-hmm. the cameras are off, you be a person. Mm-hmm. There's like there's a good mindset to get into, especially right. before a scene. But I don't know. I think there's. I think I do agree with method acting isn't always acting. A good actor mm-hmm. can portray it without having to be rude. Um, but yeah. I kind of want to wrap this up. Right. The last thing I kind of want to say is. What advice do you want to give yourself for the future? Like, something that you want to hold to as kind of like a statement. Because say you do make a big. Say you, you become a jerk. Say you become <laughs> a celebrity. Mm-hmm. You can go back to this and you can ground yourself. Or at least this will be a good reminder. Like, I do believe this. Or maybe you won't. I don't know. Um, because the future, we don't know what's going to be popular. We don't know what the next big thing is. It it could be anything. Uh, Marvel's doing great. Disney's doing great. But something crazy could come along. The next phase of entertainment is probably not going to be comics. Mm. It could be something crazy. Hopefully it's Dungeons & Dragons. That's, <laughs> it's really getting some steam. The next Dungeons & Dragons fran- movie franchise. The TV show and movie is yeah. coming out. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's going to be good. But whatever, I'm going to watch Um, but just to keep you accountable essentially yeah I would probably say um, to not sell out and what I mean by that is like the a lot of celebrities do it where they kind of compromise in a lot of spots where it's like especially ones that are Christian actors they kind of sell out and they still do roles where they swear a lot or they go into it kind of like Chris Pratt like Chris Pratt he's huge on being Christian huge doing this yeah but it's more kind of social Christianity is the one that he's kind of going into. Yeah. And so I kind of want to hold myself up to that of staying true to who I am in my faith and not selling out, even if that means I go to, I'm not as a successful actor, and it's like I go to doing only Christian productions and Christian movies and doing that. So um, creators of The Chosen, take note. 
Yeah. He wants to be on The Chosen. Yes. Anyone from The Chosen's listening yes, to this. Yes, yes. Anybody from The Chosen's listening, I will... Derek Bauer. Actually... Focus on the family. You know who your next big star is. <laughs> Kirk Cameron. Take note. Yes. Hallmark movies. Hallmark movies. Mel <laughs> we'll, Gibson, is, listen up. This is your guy. <laughs> this is... Yes. I would mostly... I'll do that. But yeah. That's... I really just don't want to be hot-headed and big-headed or think that every time... Um, I have to take that role because I'll lose this or lose that because um, I know that the Lord has a plan for me and there's always two paths to take, one that's his and one that's the world's. And so if a role's asking for that kind of demand where I swear or I do a certain scene, um, I could say like, you know, no. And I know that kind of God's gonna, um, he has another path set out for me and another plan for me. And he's always providing for me. Sweet. Well, thanks for the conversation. Uh, sorry we had to cut so short. We just uh, it's got a wedding to go to, so didn't want to be too long. So, uh, yeah, see you guys next time uh, where we'll probably have some other cool stuff to talk about. Thanks for listening. <laughs>